Can we just go to the Lord in prayer and just pray for God's anointing to fill this place right now? Can you lift your hands and just believe God for his anointing? this place, God. Let your anointing overflow in our lives. We need a change, a transformation to take place, and we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is not just another service. This is not just another Sunday morning. God, I know that God is going to do something special in this place. He's going to move in this house. He's going to heal. He's going to save. He's going to deliver. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's great to be in the house of the Lord this morning to worship Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth. Do you know what you came to today? For guests and visitors, saints and folks that are here, last night this place was filled with people praying in advance for you. The seats that you sit on, they were prayed over. The floor that you walk on was prayed over. Every microphone, every instrument that is used was prayed over and consecrated for the particular service that God would touch your heart and your minds. I believe God is already doing something special in this place today. We want to get a chance to connect with you after service right in the back fellowship and prayer room. We just want to get a chance to let you know about the great things that God is doing right after the service and, and for us to uh, just, just truly just to connect. That's what we need now in this day and age. Amen. We need to connect. And, and this message today is something that, uh, you know, it, it, the season that we're in, we're in this believe campaign, right? We're in this believe campaign. And, uh, and, and it's a powerful and important thing to believe. But something happens when those who believe begins to know, you know, and I, I look at pastor, uh, you know, it for you, it should be a knowing campaign because you've seen it done. You've been there. There's something happens when we step from a place of belief into knowing. And I believe that's the will of God, that we would step into that realm of faith to know and especially to know him. So can we turn to John chapter 6? We're going to look at one verse and give you a little context. Uh, Jesus had uh, just finished feeding so many different people with natural food, real food, some fish and some bread. Amen. Fish and chips. And they were hungry for the natural food, but he wanted to give them something spiritual something that they can take with them something that's eternal life and people uh, were almost indignant they didn't they wanted the natural food and he had some hard sayings and he let them know what it's really going to take to follow him and many of the people who were so-called disciples who were following him turned away but he turned his 12 closest people and he asked them he said are you going to go also and y'all know Peter he likes to step out and Peter stepped out. He said, God, where else are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. We've left everything. 
We've moved from one place to another. And he says in John 6 and 69, a powerful statement. He says, and we believe and are sure. That and is putting together two separate things. Belief and assurance, uh, assurance or a confidence that thou art Christ, the son of the living God. We believe and we are sure. I'm going to read it in the Amplified just to give it a little bit more depth. Peter says, we have believed and confidently trusted. And even more, we have come to know by personal observation and experience that you are the Holy One of God, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Today, I simply want to talk about the principle of the progression of our faith, that we progress in our faith from belief to knowing. So if you can put your Bibles down as we go to the Lord in prayer one more time, I just want to preach to you when faith becomes fact. When faith, when your faith becomes fact, something is going to happen. When your belief becomes knowing, something powerful is going to happen. Let's go to the Lord one more time. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege and opportunity to worship you, Father. And now, God, we just pray in the name of Jesus that your anointing would rest upon us, God, that your spirit will touch us and transform us. God, we pray for revelation in this place that we will move, God, from faith to faith and even greater faith. And that, Lord God, we would walk in a knowing for what you're going to do in our lives and in this place in Jesus name let's clap our hands and believe let's clap our hands with knowing what God is going to do hallelujah God bless you as you're seated this morning uh, Britt and I were having a conversation uh, on Saturday morning as I was thinking about you know that Jesus is God does anybody remember that time when you just knew that Jesus was God? I, I said, when did, you, when did you really just know for yourself? And she said, well, you know, I was raised in church. I, I went to church my entire life. My family, you know, obviously our entire area was primarily Christian. We're in the, uh, we're in the, um, in the South, uh, which is kind of the Christian belt, so to speak. Uh, it's also called the stroke belt as well, so we need to be careful how we live our lives. But that's just a, another thing. Um, <laughs> it's just the truth, y'all. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I, but but you know, she primarily lived a Christian-centered life, and I said, "Well, okay, well, you believed. I mean, you came to church, right? Many of us we believe today, man. Th that's why we're here. Uh, but there had to be a point where it moved from just faith or what we believe to something that we know deep down inside." to something that was just a part of us, something that was solidified. I said, when did you really know? She said, well, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, you know, I, she said, I, I guess I knew when me and you started dating. And I started smiling. <laughs> but she said, she said it was because, you know, we, we, would, we were going through some, some tough things when we started dating. Uh, there, were, there were family dynamics, and there were a lot of things at work. We were young. There was so much going on, and, I, and during that time, I really began to pray. And again, if you're married to me, you really have to pray. <laughs> and, and she said, as I began to pray, 
God began to answer my prayers. And as God began to answer my prayers, then I knew that he was real. As I began to move in my faith, God began to do some things in my life, responding to my needs. He answered my prayers, and then all of a sudden, I just, I just knew that God was real. Does anybody remember that time when you just knew that God was real, that it was... That it's, it's more than what we heard in Sunday school. It's more than what we uh, have seen in our society. But there's those times when God answered a prayer or God did a miracle or God moved in a powerful way that we just knew that something deep inside that, that God was real. You see, knowing and believing have two different meanings. Knowing is what you possess and you possess it often through experience. While believing is what you accept is true. Beliefs are based on your words or based on your perspective. You can typically understand a person's belief by the things that they say. For example, um, if when we say, I believe you, and someone comes and tells us something and we say, well, I believe you. What we're really saying is I accept it, even though personally it hasn't happened to me. Right. Or, or, or how about this? I don't know if you've ever, have you ever woken up one day and you said, today is going to be a bad day? You ever said that? Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all know you've said it, right? I, I believe today is going to be a bad day. Or you can be saying, I believe today is going to be a good day. What, it's really a perspective statement. What you're really saying is, today I'm looking for all the bad stuff that's going to happen, right? Or what you're really saying is, today I am looking for the good things that are going to happen. Belief, or, or it's typically a perspective statement. And what you believe can be powerful. Um, belief is momentum building. It's something that allows things to move. Belief is a necessary spark for change and transformation to take place. In order for transformation to have taken place in our lives, we had to move to a place of belief. To a place of faith. However, there comes a time when what you believe needs to become what you know. There comes a time when what you think and what you feel becomes me through a glass darkly. I, I, I see some things a little bit. I'm, I'm believing. I'm, I'm moving around. I'm feeling after things, uh, um, you know, but then I will see face to face. One, and there comes a point in time where I'll, I'll believe a little bit and I'm, I'll put things out there and I'll move towards it, but then the thing that I believe I'm going to see right in front of me. He said, now I know in part but then shall I know even also as I am known. As you grow in your faith, you progress beyond what you believe and you press into what you know. Things that you don't just only believe anymore, but now you know with 100% confidence. I need you to stay with me for a moment. You're going to see where we're going. You see, there was a time when I only just believed that God loved me. There was a time when I only just had faith that maybe there was a God who loved me. But now I know with a 100% surety that there is a God who loved me. 
Listen, if I only just believed that God loved me, if I only just, and and I'm not saying we have to start there, but if I only just believed that there was a God who loved me, that would change the way I set up my relationship with him. But when I know 100% sure that there's a God who loves me, I have no problem going to him when I make mistakes or when I sin. I have no problem going to him when there's issues going on in my world. The things that happen in my world doesn't shake me from what I believe because I now know. Y'all understand what I'm saying? When you've been married a long time, you've got to go beyond more than I believe my spouse loves me. Right. You know, because believe your spouse loves you ain't going to work when you're sick. That ain't going to cut it. You know, believe your spouse loves you ain't going to work when your ministry gets enlarged over time. Y'all understand what I'm saying? They're, they're, when believe my spouse loves me isn't going to work when you've, been, when you've been married for a while and all of a sudden you start going through trials. Things happen with your children. Things happen in your family. Just that belief isn't going to take you to the next level. There has to be 100% surety, a confidence that you know, that you know, that you know that you love each other. Because I'm going to tell you, in this world, there's going to be some things that try to take away one of your no's or two of your nose, but it ain't going to take your third I know. There has to be a confidence and a surety in the relationship. How much more in our relationship with God that we move from faith to faith and even greater faith that we know that we know that there is a God. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. I don't just believe that God will make a way. I know God will make a way. Yeah, because through my experience, there have been times when I've gone, uh, gotten up against the wall where I didn't know how things were going to play out. But that's when God stepped in. And through that experience, now I know whenever I face another obstacle, I know that God will make a way. I know that God will deliver because he's already done it before. You see, it's this knowing that is cultivated through experience, through faith, through believing God. I don't just believe that God is a God who delivers, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that God will deliver. Is anybody glad about what God has already done for them? Amen. You see, there there comes a time. There There has to come a time where faith becomes fact. And when faith becomes fact, fear becomes fiction. When faith becomes fact, worry becomes a thing. Understand, even in the very beginning, the very first thing that got uh, God's children set off was a lie. The devil came up to Eve when she was by herself and said, did God say? Did God say you can't eat of this? All of a sudden, he began to cast doubt because what she only believed should have been what she knew about God. And then when Adam also sinned, he knew what was wrong, but he still sinned. All of a sudden, he hid from, he, he hid from God. That's because all, when sin comes in, it brings discouragement. It brings doubt. 
and it brings fear. And so when he could have and should have known that this God of all creation was looking for him to come closer, he hid from God because of his sins that caused discouragement because he believed the lie. And oftentimes when our belief isn't knowing, we are susceptible to believe the lies. There were lies that told us in our lives that the problems and the circumstance that we were up against was going to kill us. But the fact is that we are still alive today. We are still here today. Listen, I, and I know you've been through this before, but have you ever gone through a situation where you felt like you were alone? or you felt like you were the only one going through. But the fact is that through our experience, we found out that we are not going through this all by ourselves. That I can't tell you how many times that I was up against something and the lies of the enemy and the lies of the world was telling me that I'm alone. I'm the only one who's gone through this. But the fact is that a brother or a sister stepped up right beside me and said, don't you worry what you're going through. I've been through before and their faith built my faith, which created a knowing. I'm talking to somebody today. There has to be a time where we move from this simple faith into a place of knowing and confidence in God. When you walk in knowing and confidence in God, it will transform. It'll transform everything. How about this lie? Turn your neighbor and say, this is about to be a big lie. Go ahead and tell them. All right. How about this one? You can't be forgiven. You ever heard that one? That, that one's too big. That one's too big. How about this? You're not going to change. You ever heard that lie before? Yeah, be real. Yeah, we, we've heard this. We've heard this. How about this? It can't be helped. It, it, it's, it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to be better. But the fact is, now we've got 2020 vision. And looking back, we can say with confidence in Romans 8 and 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I love 2020 vision because 2020 vision means you have a totally different perspective before you were walking through an area darkly, grasping around. You didn't know what way to take. But 2020 vision says, now I look back and I see in full panoramic view. That thing didn't kill me. It made me stronger. That thing didn't destroy me. It built my faith. I believe that there is a testimony in this place of a bunch of people who can say in all these things I am more than a conqueror I did not fail I prevailed I kept moving I kept going you are more than a conqueror essence you are more than a conqueror you don't have to ha hang your head down this is for you in all these things, you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. You just got to believe it. And do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. We need to walk in the testimonies that have already been set before us. That we, that we know, that we know, that we know. I remember that he used to say it back in the day. I know that I know that I know. 
Oh my goodness. Imagine what your resp- imagine the response of your enemies and your doubters. <laughs> when they come up to you and they start telling lies, you start hearing lies. You're a failure. Say, I know. <laughs> oh, see, because they're going to think you're agreeing with them. Mm-mm. No, you're not agreeing with them. Oh, you're sick. I know. They think you're agreeing with them. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you know, oh, your loved ones, they're not going to be saved. They left the church. I know. Your bills are due. I know. You don't know what direction to take. I know. They don't know what you're agreeing with. You're agreeing with the great I am. I know my God is able. I know I'm more than a conqueror. I know this is not going to destroy me. I know this is going to make me better. I know God is a healer. I know God is a provider. I know God is a deliverer. I know God is a way maker. If you know in this place, why don't you stand to your feet and give God some praise that declares I know I know I know he's able I know he's gonna do it I know I know turn to your neighbor and tell him I know I know this is not gonna destroy you this is gonna make you better I know you're going to get over this mountain. I know you're going to get out of this obstacle. I know you're going to get out and you're going to triumph with fresh faith and move from glory to glory. I know. I know. God bless you. I know. Peter said, and we believe and are sure. That thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Yes. Whoo! If you can know that, it don't matter what you're going through. That's right. You might be looking for a scripture that literally says, well, I know that you're going to pay your bills. You don't need that scripture. You just need this one. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ. Right. And notice he said that thou art that Christ. You are the Messiah that we've been looking for. That will transform everything. And I know. You see, first I believed, but now I know for sure. Yes, I believe. Understand, this is a progression. This is a progression of faith. You still got your belief, but now you got your knowing. It's confidence. I've got 20-20 vision. Experience has taught me. Experience has taught me. That God is able, that God answers prayers, that God does miracles, that it didn't kill me. It made me better. It made me better. I now have this intimate and personal understanding through my experience and faith. This knowing has shifted my perspective. And I want you to hear me today. When faith becomes fact, what you believe becomes hardened. It becomes solidified deep within. It becomes this inner knowing. It's not something you have to keep going back to. It's something you move from belief to knowing 
all of a sudden you're, it, it creates this elevated foundation, right? It, when you go from belief to knowing, all of a sudden it creates these breakthroughs. You know, the Bible says that uh, when the Lord was in the place that his train filled the temple, that those train, the train, those different swaths that we're adding on are declaring the victories of the Lord. Y'all don't know that y'all got some trains as well? Now, the, the Bible says the victory is whose? The Lord's. But as being under him, those victories are also ascribed to us. You got some trains. And I'm not talking about the soul train. <laughs> but there are. I got this problem where I can say something real profound and then just say something random. But, but there is a train attached to your soul. Think of, uh, when I talk about the soul, I'm talking about the emotions, the will, the heart, the mind. There are some trains of victory that are attached to your soul. Those are your testimonies. And those are things that are built up for you to know. The devil can't take those away because they belong to God. And so we have them as a testimony of knowing what God can do. The woman with the issue of blood, she first believed. And when she he was healed, she knew. And then after that, everybody came and tried to touch the hem of his garment. Because they received this knowing. The centurion with the sick child, he first believed. We got to move into that belief. But when he held his child in his arms again, then he knew. The disciples at the Last Supper, they believed. But when Jesus rose from the grave, they knew. They knew. And when you begin to know when you have this confidence, then you begin to develop an unshakable testimony that will produce power in your life. Right. And I don't think we talk about testimonies as much as we used to do. It sounds like an old church word, right? But if you don't say testimony, think your story, your victory, what you overcame, your history of victory. Look at the scripture. <clears throat> Revelations 12 and 11. It says, and they overcame him by what? And by the word of their? And we understand their attitude. They didn't love their lives unto death. That means they were willing to die. They were willing to give up. So there's a component of sacrifice there. But in the beginning, it talks about two different things. Now, no one would argue, and keep that scripture up there for a moment for me, please. It, no one would argue about the power of the blood of the lamb. Amen? Amen. We were singing today, worthy is the lamb. Right? We, were, we sing songs about the blood of the lamb. We preach about the blood. We pray a blood covering over our families. We talk about the power of the blood. We, this church is confident in the blood of Jesus Christ. We know about the blood of Jesus, amen? It has become fact to us. If someone came up to you and said, the blood has no power, you know what you would say? Whatever. You wouldn't believe that. It has become solidified in you. It's become a fact to you about the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. But sometimes what we are missing is the confidence in God birthed by our testimony. Revelations 12 and 11 says it puts the blood of the lamb on the same level as your testimony. The factors of overcoming, it puts the blood of the lamb and your testimony on the same area. 
But I believe that there are some times that what we believe for our testimony should be what we know. This tells me the fact that the blood of the lamb and the testimony, your story about triumph, your story of overcoming, your story about what God did in the past tells me that the facts know you won't believe the lies. When you begin to know and your testimony is sure, you're not going to walk in discouragement. Y'all, I know what I'm talking about here this morning. When you know, you won't be sidetracked even when it seems like the mountain won't move. It's not going to turn you away because you know that you know that you know the blood of the lamb in my testimony I'm going to overcome think of this think of discouragement for a moment 1 Samuel 30 and 6 says and David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of the people was grieved every man for his sons and his daughters but David encouraged himself in the Lord he encouraged himself in the Lord his God that's a powerful statement that's a liken to the statement of Peter we believe and we know that thou art that Christ Peter said without with with faith I know and I believe no matter what you are my God. And all of a sudden we see David in a situation where he's discouraged, where he's around all of these pressures. His life is being threatened. And the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Now, I don't believe that David had a Bible that he can pull out all of a sudden. I don't believe that David was able to go speak to all of his friends and his peers because, you know, they wanted to stone him. So he wasn't going to find encouragement in that. So he had to find him some encouragement in his God. And I believe what David began to do is look back at all the things that God did. Amen. He began to look back at all the things that God did in his life. He had to remind himself about what he knew. David had to remind himself about the facts. I, 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 I know that they're about to stone me. I know that they're mad at me. But God helped me defeat a lion and God helped me defeat a bear, a bear. And all of a sudden his faith began to build up a little bit. God helped me defeat a giant. And all of a sudden his faith began to build up a little bit. And God anointed me to be the king of Israel. And when he remembered that, David stepped out of a place of just belief and moved into a place of knowing that this thing that I'm up against is not going to kill me it's not going to destroy me but God is setting this up to be another victory another promise something that's going to be powerful in my life I don't just believe that God will help me out but I am confident and I know that God will make a way there comes a time in our lives where we reach moments where what you believe may take you to some things, but what you know will take you through. What you know. It's about what you know. There are times when what you believe got you here, but what you truly know deep down will take you there. But you gotta know. You gotta know. I spoke to someone yesterday as a father figure type in my life and he'd been praying for a miracle in his family and uh, he said that things hadn't changed yet, but he said last Sunday night, um, he's at another church, he said last Sunday night, I feel like, I just know 
that God healed my family and now I'm just waiting for it to manifest. When you use words like manifest, you're talking about taking things that are intangible to therefore be tangible. Things that are conceptual to then be real. Something that you can touch. Something that you can feel. You're talking about uh, faith. Now you're talking about evidence. There comes a point in time as we are talking about this believe campaign. We're giving. We're praying. But there's a moment when you walk in that structure. Now I know. Now, now I know. Oh, we, we talked about how this room is going to look. Yeah, I believe it. I see it in my mind. But for, but I'm believing in the name of the Lord Jesus. You're about to step into it. You're going to say, now I know. Now it's manifested. Now it's real. I know. Turn to your neighbor and say, I know. We got to progress. We've got to progress. There's a level of expectancy, but this, it's this knowing for the things that God has already done. Romans 1 and 17 says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. That's kind of the same word as manifest. It's uncovered or it's known from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. It's a progression. Turn to your neighbor and ask him, where are you at? Are you in the know? Are you in the know? What do you know? There are some things that I still believe. And then there are some things that I have moved into knowing. And godly. It has changed my life when I know. Because sometimes mental faith can only go so far. Sometimes just what you heard on Sunday morning can only go so far. You've got to take the words that you hear, the words of life. You've got to put them on and you've got to walk in it. And walk in it until it becomes a reality in your life. Philippians 3 and 10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto death. Unto his death. Anybody know that when you went through the trial, you begin to know Jesus just a little bit more? When you went through the problem, you begin to see Jesus in a different light. It's more than just mental faith. It's, it's knowing that's produced by your relationship and experience. First John 5 and 20 says, and we know that the son of God has come. And have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true. Even in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. There has to come a part in our life where we move from faith to faith. And this great progression of faith from just belief to knowing God. And when we know him, we know that what he says is true. When we know him, we know that there is no sickness that can stand against him. When we know him, there is no lack or need that is too great for our God to provide. When we know him, we know that he heals broken hearts, men's broken relationships. When we know him, we understand that he guides us. He's our way maker. He leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. How can David said, I will not fear when I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death? Because I know that your rod and your staff is with me. Because I know. 
There's undeniable proof of his deity. There's undeniable proof that Jesus is God in the flesh. There's undeniable proof. Search your hearts for every answered prayer, every miracle performed, the demonstration of his power. When you feel his presence, I know that I know. In a little bit, we're going to have an opportunity to respond to God. In a little bit, this whole place is going to turn into a prayer room. You know, on Sunday morning, we want to, as Brother Jacob spoke about last night, draw closer to God. But you can have and rest assured in the confidence that God hears me. He's answered my prayers so many times. He's performed miracles. I've seen the demonstration of his power. I was talking with Bo, and Bo was sharing for me in a Bible study about one of the first times in the old church. And it was in the old church, right? And he said that Brother Manning, he had started having this infection in his legs. And I don't know, was anyone here who remembers that? His, his first time, he went, or not the first time, but when he was here. And, and it was hard. It was difficult for him to walk. See this lovely sister Manny here. And it was difficult for, for him to walk. And, and there was a moment where he came up to the altar. And just like in our altar services, a group of folks just got gathered round about him. You know, something happens. Something's, something is transmitted when there's someone who believes that's surrounded by a group of people that know. And so he's, he, he, he comes up, and you know how we do. We start laying hands in Jesus' name. You don't have to be afraid of that. Because even when you look in the scriptures, there are things that are transmitted through faith with the laying on of hands of people who have known and have already experienced. That's the key. They've experienced something. Folks in this church have experienced the power of the Holy Ghost. Right. And so that is there for those who have not experienced it and for those who have experienced it to build the faith of even those who've received. Right. So I'm not just talking to folks who have not experienced it. Well, sometimes in our lives we go through discouragement and we need the help of God. Sometimes our faith may wane and we need the faith of others that know to build our faith. And so he walks up to the front and people lay hands on him and they pray. And I'm going to have to I'm going to do my best bow impersonation. But he did one of these. It was reminiscent of a Chuck Usherman. <laughs> Started to, hey, hey, hey. And knocked everyone back. And on the only way that he describes it, all of a sudden began to take off. Infection in his legs, it didn't matter at the power of God. And that demonstration of the healing power of God proved to Bo God is real. And now through every circumstance and every scenario, even when I'm out a little bit, even when I stray a little bit, what brings me back is this knowing in the confidence of God that God is real. I know that God is real. I know that God is able. It's that knowing. It's that knowing. I remember... Britt was working, uh, just started working in Wintergreen. I'm talking about knowing. I want to build your faith a moment. Y'all know that God is a miracle worker. Yes. All you got to do is look at your testimony. You're a miracle. 
your miracle. Right? Y'all know God answers prayer? He does it. Pastor's been trying to get us in that mindset. Write down. Record the prayers that God has answered because then all of a sudden things become solidified. And then you move into a greater faith and those issues that you used to deal with, those basement problems, you won't be dealing with them. Now I heard it said that every level there's a new devil. But guess what? God is on top. And, and, and so there, Britt called me one day. I think I was driving on my way to work. And she said, Derek, you got to pray. When she calls me, I'm like, okay, what's up? She said there was a child in our school who fell and he hit his head on the ground. And he's completely unresponsive. He's not responding to anything. He's, he, I, I don't know what's going on. And I could hear, I could hear some fear but I can also hear faith. Anybody know sometimes you can have fear and faith at the same time? But I'm going to tell you, and I've been in situations like that where I've had fear and faith in the same heart. And thanks be to God, I'm still here because the faith prevailed. But in this instance, I felt this knowing. I felt this, this knowing that was a calm. No, I don't agree with that death sentence. I'm not talking about me, y'all. Understand, I'm just giving you an example of faith. And me and Brad said, we're going to pray right now. And I pray the river of the Holy Ghost right there to that, to that young child. I said, God, I pray your spirit move all the way to that child and raise him up. The EMT was working on him. He wasn't getting up. But as soon as we prayed that prayer and got off, the same moment that child raised right back up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Same God, same God, same God that touched Brother Manning, same God that raised up that child, same God that's going to answer your prayers, same God that's going to do your miracle, same God that did things in your life, same God. Can somebody just worship him for just a moment? Just worship that great God. Jesus, we know that we know. We know that we know. Hallelujah, we know. One more because it's time. There was a time, uh, me and BJ, we would uh, go out on outreach a lot. Uh, we had faith. We believed that God was going to do things every time we went out. But there are some times when you come up and get some things where your faith needs to become knowing. And we met, um, now I'm not talking about the time when we went out there and there was a snake on the guy's hand. That, that's another story for another time. That came from faith to running. And I'm just, <laughs> no, I didn't run. That was me and you, right, Britt? Yeah, okay. But so we walked to um, a man's house and, um, and we knocked on the door. And I want to tell this as accurately as I can remember. Uh, but we knocked on the door and when he opened, we recognized that he couldn't speak. He um, could only kind of grunt. He was trying to, he was pointing in his mouth, at his throat. So it's kind of hard to have a conversation. But we said, you know, we want to pray with you. We're like, is it okay? We have this Bible study here. And then we said, well, you know what? Can we, can we just pray with you? Pray for God to do a healing. Pray for God uh, to do a miracle. 
I see Michelle here. You know, you work with patients oftentimes, and, you know, I know some of them are just waiting to believe in God for a miracle, right? right? Amen. You know, and, um, and so we went to him, uh, when we started talking with him, we just, we, we prayed the first time. We were just praying, we laid hands on him, we touched him, and, and we were just praying with him, and he just stood there, and, and then we stopped, and I said, BJ, I want you to pray with him, but I'm going to give him some instructions. And I said, I know that you're unable to talk, but I believe God is able. I said, I want you to give God praise. And as he began, as we began, I said, just try your best, even if it, doesn't, even if it sounds like grunts or moans. And so I told him, hallelujah, that's a high praise. I know that seems like a tough word for trying to say for the first time. It's tough. <laughs> and, and so he, he, was, he started to try to pray, and his heart was in it. His heart was in it. He was doing the best that he could. And I told BJ, I said, BJ, keep praying. I'm going to give him another instruction. God gave me something that I just knew because I've seen God do miracles before. I'd seen God heal before. I said, BJ, I told the gentleman, I said, this time what I want you to do is I want you to do your best as you praise. Hallelujah is the highest praise but I want you to give direction to it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I believe as you say Jesus, that God is going to loose your tongue. And so as we began, he lifted his hands, tears began to roll down his face. And I began to pray with him. Simple understanding. He was grunting and grunting. And then he began to say, how you It wasn't before long that his grunts and his moans became clear. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now, guess what? There may be somebody in here who says, I don't know about that. I know. And I have this confidence in God. Yes. And I believe it is the will of God today that there, there is a specific thing that you're believing God for. It's time for you to move from belief into knowing today. Let's stand and worship God all over this place today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, somebody call out to the Lord and worship his name. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we love you. We bless you. Hallelujah, Jesus, we worship you, God. You are great, God. You are able. We believe you, Jesus. We believe and we are sure. We are sure, God. Somebody call out. Somebody reach out right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We love you, Jesus. We praise your mighty name, God. We need you in this place. Lord, that we will move from faith to faith to a knowing, to 100% confidence in what you've done and what you're going to do. Hallelujah. I believe right now somebody's beginning to believe God for their lives. I believe somebody's beginning to believe that there's not a miracle that's too great, that there's not a problem in your life that God can't solve.
I believe that right now that somebody is starting to believe that God gives direction, that God gives clarity, that God's giving understanding. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe right now that there are some folks that may be discouraged, that you just need a knowing and a confidence that God's going to see you through. Hallelujah, this is the time where God can perform a miracle. This is the hour that God can demonstrate a moving of his spirit. This is the time that you can see God and he's able. Yes, he's able. Somebody's beginning to believe. Somebody's beginning to believe God for the miracle. Somebody's beginning to believe God for a demonstration of his spirit, for open doors in this place. God, we believe you in this house. It's time to seek his face. It's time to believe him. We give life. 